You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Ben Stewart. Well, welcome to session four of how to cultivate a meaningful life. There's a great passage in 2 Kings chapter 18 about King Hezekiah, one of the few kings that were told did it right. And it says this, starting in verse 3. It says, He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, according to all that David his father had done. He removed the high places and broke the pillars and cut down the Asherah. These were all these false worship places where some pretty nasty stuff was happening. And he broke in pieces the bronze servant that people were worshiping. And then it says later, he trusted the Lord and he held fast to the Lord and he did not depart from following him, but he kept the commandments of the Lord, commanded Moses, and the Lord was with him and whatever he did, he prospered. What I love about that passage is it's showing what a king is meant to do. There are things that were destructive to the community and he uprooted them and cast them out. And there were things that were helpful for the community, the commandments of the Lord to love one another and care for another. And he planted those and he helped those flourish. He cultivated, because that's what kings do. You create a structure where life can flourish. And that's what we've been talking about. You and I, under God, are cultivators. That's what Genesis tells us. We're in the image of God. And where God created structure so all of life can flourish, you and I are meant to do the same. As leaders in business, as leaders in churches, as leaders in our homes, we are meant to take whatever power we have over the time, energy, resources under our control, and we're meant to organize them in a way that all life under our care can flourish. The lives of our children, the lives of others, the lives of family, and your life. How do you structure your life so you can maximally flourish under God? It's one of the greatest gifts you can give us is you fully alive. And King Hezekiah did that. He uprooted and he planted. Let me pull out what's not helpful here and let me plant what is maximally helpful. And that's where we're going to conclude this series together, is that we talked about the reality that we've been given titles under God, roles you've been given. And under those titles, you can list out the tasks. What under these God-given titles that I've received am I meant to do so I can accomplish my created intent? And as you look at your titles and then you list out all your tasks, the last thing to do is to stick them into time. And when you do that, when you schedule by priority and not proximity, that's when you begin to experience the eternal touching down with the mundane. What I'm doing every day accomplishes an eternal purpose. That's energizing. And as you do that, then the test becomes to be a student of yourself. How do you tweak your schedule so you can be maximally efficient? I know for me, early in ministry, I was always stressed because I had a sermon to write and I had people to meet with the council and I had emails to return and I would go to the office and I would try to write a sermon and the phone would call and I'd answer it and they'd send a kid back who needed to talk and then someone would ask me a question about a scheduling issue and I would realize at the end of every day I was stressed and angry and got nothing done. And I was like, I hate my life. And then I realized it's the gear shifts that are killing me and, and I'm not good at that. So I had to start becoming a student of myself, like Paul encouraged Timothy to do. As he told Timothy to fulfill all the different tasks of being a minister, he said, be a student of yourself. Watch you, Timothy, for the sake of yourself and your hearers. And I realized I'm creative earliest in the morning. So I need phone calls, texts, all that out of the room. 
so I can create and craft a sermon. The most creative parts of me to fulfill my created intent as a preacher and a teacher, that goes in the morning and no one needs to bother me. But if I never interact with people, that's not a great minister. So I know for me, I'm gonna strategically plan lunches with ministry leaders. Because often when it's a ministry leader, they need the most time with me, a lunch is a great place to do that. In the afternoons, I schedule some pastoral meetings and I schedule phone calls and admin because I'm a little bit tired, I'm not thinking creatively, but I can listen to people and I can make some decisions. But then I know at five o'clock, for my kids, they're young, they go to bed around seven. I got about two waking hours to invest in them as their dad. I'm not gonna give those away to anyone. And I protect that time. And I take that phone and I put it out of sight because I don't want my kids to see me choose the phone over them. I am father before I'm anything else and that priority matters. And so I, as the master of my schedule, begin to take these tasks under my titles and I position them in a place where I can be maximally fruitful in the roles God's given me. And as I do that, I'm a cultivator. I start to realize if I'm gonna wake up early in the morning, if I wanna plant that practice in my schedule, then I need to go by bed by 10. So maybe that means Netflix gets uprooted in my life because of my priorities under God. And as I start to think that way, I start to feel a sense of agency, a sense of purpose. I have a reason for being on the planet. God has built each of us in specific ways. He's given you gifts the rest of us don't have, and he's charged you. Use those gifts so that we can all flourish. Use your architecture gift, use your teaching gift, your encouragement, your hospitality, your leadership, whatever it is, you've been given gifts by God for the sake of us under Him. And so I wanna challenge you, figure out those titles, list out your tasks, put them in the right time that maximally makes you flourish, it's the most efficient use of your time. It'll be a gift to you, because you'll get that sense of meaning we all long for, and it'll be a gift to us as you use your gifts for the glory of God and the good of humanity. I'm cheering you on, glad we took this journey together. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast wherever you stream it. You can also subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC podcasts for our full messages every Monday.